welcome to Catavan Cast, Van Life with a Cat. It's a show where we discuss our experiences travelling through the many countries of Europe in a camper van. I'm Fr- No, I'm Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Frey. Uh, Dago has taken over the whole bed today. She's lounging around. Yes. And you menace. We normally set up on the bed and she has claimed the prime seating <laughs> positions. And today we're talking about Denmark. Yes. Flawless introduction there. There we go. It's fantastic. fantastic. I don't know what you mean. Um, <clears throat> so obviously last week um, we covered Germany. Yes. Um, although we didn't, we covered the, our entire, both of our trips to Germany. Yes. Whereas in reality we only really went to Hamburg and then up to Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, straight after that um, again we didn't spend very we didn't spend very long in Denmark we didn't explore a lot of it no because we had a visa dates to keep mm-hmm. getting in and out of Russia um, plus it was slowly getting colder it was and yes. the uh, ever approaching winter tire regulations yeah um, we were there in early October so obviously we had to get through the, those countries yeah. fairly rapidly Um Something else before we go on, though. Heard today that we've had over 100 downloads of this podcast. Yeah. So we want to personally, very gracefully, graciously, graciously, yes. thank everybody for downloading and yeah, listening. that's really cool. Especially if you've downloaded more than one. Uh, <laughs> hopefully somebody yeah, out there has. <laughs> well, we know that we've, we have been, um, you know, feverishly checking the analytics <laughs> Uh, no, not really. We do have a look. We know we have a few regular listeners. We thank you so much for listening from all over the world as well, which is that's kind of cool. It's really good. It's a bit weird from cool. from our point of view. Yeah. Is our people are listening to us? This is <laughs> this is something. Um, so yeah, so thank you very much for listening. We hope you uh, we hope we keep you semi entertained once a week yeah. for many more weeks. Um, hopefully, hopefully. So anyway, Denmark. Yes. Yes. Start off as we always do with the rules and regulations. Um, if you're driving in Denmark, your checklist requirements are obviously you need a valid UK driving license. Um, this is a requirement, but we'll touch on this. Uh, you are required, as with most countries, to have a GB sticker on the back of your car, unless you have Europlates, mm-hmm. which is just a number plate with the little EU flag on the on yeah, the and a hand, blue strip on, on the, the blue strip, which all left hand side. In fact, it's only really the UK where you don't see that on every car. Most That's other countries because, have because um, it's uh, it's mandatory on cars after a certain date. Oh, there you go. And okay. um, they don't necessarily backdate them. No. Um, so it says you're. So we don't have a Europlate on this van. No. So we do have a GB sticker, although it has to be said, um, you don't. We we haven't been having ours on no. for various reasons. It basically sort of signals you out as a tourist, yeah. which in certain places we didn't really want to have. Um, and we've had no problems, but technically you are supposed to have it. Uh, you're also supposed to, in Denmark, it also required your motor insurance certificate. And you will, you are also required, rather, a warning triangle inside your car, which, again, if you have your Euro trip bag. Yes, the kit. Euro kit, sorry, yes, your Euro kit uh, you will have one of those and your headlamp converter stickers obviously yes because you're driving on the opposite side of the road um purely because i think it's been a few episodes since we mentioned it um that kit is available on amazon and it is a an aa certified kit yes uh which is where we got it from mm. the only thing i'll say is before your trip make sure that all of the components are intact Yes. Should we say? Because our warning triangle broke the first time we used it. Yes. Yes. Uh, so just just check that before you head out. But those kits are really good and they cost about 30-ish pounds, I want to say. I think you can get them for less than that, more around 20. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they cover everything. Yes, any, they cover everything, any so. European country you'll be yeah. covered for, for driving in. Um, also, to drive in Denmark, you must be 18 or over. Everyone in the car must wear your seatbelt at all times, and the only legal requirement for a motorcycle is your helmet. Cool. Um, Other things you should know. There are no toll roads in Denmark. However, 
and this is something that has changed since we were last there. There are two large bridges. Denmark has kind of the mainland, yeah, which isn't where Copenhagen nope. is, the capital. And then there are two large islands. Yes. Two and then there's several other islands. Yeah. Um, but the the two two of the islands are connected by a big bridge, mm-hmm. which is the Storbelt Bridge. Probably pronounced that completely wrong because the A and the E go together. Yes. And it's. It's like Scandinavian language, so yeah. I don't know how all that Spelt works. Spelt S-T-O-R-E-B-Ash, I do believe. Oh, okay. <laughs> a and the E together. Yes, A yeah. and E together. L-T yes. bridge. Which apparently translates to the Great Belt Bridge. There you go. Um, I think we'll talk about these. I think we might as well talk about these now. Yeah, um, sure. Those are very impressive bridges. They were they quite, uh, quite an exciting yeah. drive over. Um, Good views. The other one, of course, is the. Sorry, of course, the other one is the Oserund, Oresund bridge, which connects Denmark to Sweden. Yes. Uh, again, that one's like eighteen kilometers long, or something like that. I think. Yeah, I think, I think so. they're both amazing feats of engineering. Really, yeah. These bridges, uh, but you do have to pay for them now. When we went, um, unfortunately, we don't have. I mean, I don't know what the conversion rate was at the time. Conversions between euros and pounds have been fluctuating as of late. Mm. Um, oh, it's also worth noting, of course, these prices, you can pay in euros. Yeah. But Denmark has their own currency. Currency, yes. Yes. Which is Danish kroner. Danish kroner. Um, so, so, we were there in October for the Storbelt Bridge. Yes. I'm going to call it the Storbelt Bridge. I know that's not how it's yeah. pronounced, but I was, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to butcher it either way. Um, yeah, in early October, we paid £43.55 pence to get over there. Uh, I had a look, that, and that's in a van, uh, we're about seven metres long. Six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Um, so over six metres long, according to their categories, and under 3.5 tonnes. It cost us £43, that's probably about 50 euros. Yeah. Somewhere like that, in that ballpark. I uh, just had a look today. That's not actually much different, really. That's uh, that's 53 euros um, for anything over 6 metres and up to 35, uh, 3.5 tonnes. However, if you are longer than 6 metres and above 3.5 tonnes, it's 85 euros. And if you're over 10 metres long, it's 135 euros. I see. These are not cheap. There aren't going to be bridges. many camper vans or motorhomes that are... 10 metres or more long though no the 10 metres or more that also I mean there's several things I didn't really want to go into all of them oh, okay. but things like if you have a uh, a camper van with a trailer oh I see and you're longer than 10 metres yeah. things like that okay. then, then that's 135 euros uh, and the other bridge which yeah this is the one where it seems to have the price increase this is I checked on their website today mm-hmm. whereas we paid it would have been about the same about 50 euros again Back in October, it was forty-four pounds eighty-three pence. Um, today, a camper van of uh, below ten meters, or a van that's below nine meters, if you book online in advance, is one hundred and sixty-six euros. Otherwise, if you just roll up, it's one hundred and twenty-six. Um, for anything bigger or over th- bigger than that, or over three and a half ton, <coughs> three and a half tons. Sorry. It's 186 euros online or 202 at the toll bridge. I double checked that is in euros. Wow. Uh, because you can sign up for some sort of annual scheme where you pay 43 euros a year and then you get reduced rates where it will cost you about 40 euros each time to go over. Yeah. Um, and that's the one that gets you into Sweden. Now, I don't know whether that's because of the whole coronavirus thing because Sweden's not being locked down mm. so maybe they're just trying to discourage people maybe driving into Denmark I don't I don't know it's good but that is I, I checked that today um, that's as accurate as information I can find so that is extortionate amount of money yeah um, you'd probably be cheaper off or maybe about the same amount getting a ferry I don't know we didn't I look think at there ferries. is another um crossing maybe maybe it's ferries i'm not sure but i think it's uh, slightly further north because this is copenhagen to malmo. malmo yes but i think there's one at helsingfors oh okay which is the other side of copenhagen going across to 
Oh, okay. Sweden. I think oh. there is one there, but I don't know the mechanics of it. Oh, okay. Of it. Well, that's the first I've heard of that, so unfortunately oh, okay. I've got no information about that. No, that's alright. I'm really not prepared. Sorry. Um, Throwing curveballs at you. Yeah, so those are, there are no... Um, thankfully so, there are no other toll roads in the country. Yeah. Um, but those two will sting you, unfortunately. Um, other little things, uh, the speed limit, as with most places in Europe, it's 50 kilometers an hour in built-up areas, it's 80 kilometers on open roads, and it's 110 on motorways, although some signed stretches are 130 kilometers per hour. Um, something important to note, most motor offenses are punishable with on-the-spot fines, but they can um, be reported to UK authorities. Oh, okay. Or whatever country you're from, I assume. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I don't know. I've never really thought about that. I don't know who they tell. Probably or what difference that would be. Maybe. Not sure. A um, couple of other things, which is the first time we'd encountered this. You must have your dipped headlights on at all times. Mm-hmm. In Denmark. It's the same for all Scandinavian countries, I believe. I think so. Uh, you must always have your dipped headlights on. Um and buses and cyclists particularly cyclists because they're so much more fragile always have priority yeah in fact it's buses because they can crush you and cyclists because you can crush them yeah um yeah buses and cyclists and it's denmark it's there are Is, quite a few was denmark cyclists. not one of the places where pedestrians have right of way uh, I saw no mention of that on the no. where I got this information from, but that does. That does ring you a are yeah, right. yeah, I think so. Pedestrians, I mean, pedestrians always have right of way everywhere, but it's but they're more strictly enforced. Yeah, yeah. In Denmark. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all the uh, administrative information you really need for Denmark. Um, and obviously, always take your you know your insurance documents with you. Your green yeah. green card is a good idea to have. Um, and things like that. But yeah, Denmark, there was nothing, it's just another European country, they, they weren't especially aggressive drivers. Nope. No other weird rules. Nope. No, just keep your lights on and let bikes go. Yeah. Cyclists, not motorcycles. Although, let motorcycles go as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Um, um, I will say, however, I've just said that uh, pedestrians have right of way. I'm pretty sure that they do. But Copenhagen was the place where, um, as soon as the pedestrian lights go off, buses will drive at you. Oh yes, I nearly got ran over, that? didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah good lord. Um, you could be because there's some wide roads yeah. in the city centre, and you start going, and they have little countdown. Uh, numbers on the on the green pedestrian lights and you'll be halfway across the road and the lights your light goes red their lights go green and they will go yeah and one of them was very angry at me and he beeped his horn and was waving his arms at me i'm I'm trying (laughs) i almost wanted him to run me over for the embarrassment (laughs) um so yeah we came in from hamburg again this was a rush trip we basically went into the country we stopped on the the mainland yeah for the first night and then we went to copenhagen spent a couple of days there before carrying on to sweden sweden yeah um as well as being the first country where we had to keep our headlights on at all time this is also the first country other than getting the ferry from the uk to france Mm -hmm. where we had any sort of border interactions checks yeah yeah um it was just uh because i think i was driving that day yes i think i was yeah um yeah, so driving along the main motorway from Germany into Denmark, uh, there was just a police checkpoint. Mm. Um, and they were letting some cars go through, I presume either German or Danish nationals. Yes. Um, and others, they were just asking to pull over to a side where a chap came over, checked our passports. Um, can't remember if he asked about Dargo or not. I think you... I think you handed him the pet passport. Yeah. And he just said, oh, is this your dog? Or yes. something. And, yes. and we were like, no, yeah. it's a cat. Oh, it's a cat. Oh, well. And he just... Yeah. Um, um, and we had our blinds open at the back of the van, which we don't do very often, but we did that day. Yeah. Um, and whilst we were getting our documents and everything out of... Well, in order to hand over to the chap, he just had a quick 
look around the van, probably look through the windows, I think. Yeah, they another guy sort of walk around, yeah. didn't he? Um, and that was it. That was it. They just asked us where we were going. Yes, which is a hilarious place now. <laughs> do you want to do this? We went to Middle Fart. <laughs> middle Fart. Someone found a place and said, this is Middle Fart. Sorry, I'll finish. Um, Are you sure? I'll finish, yes. Are you sure? I promise. <laughs> okay. Um... Yes, and then that was it. We were allowed to go on our way. Yeah. And that was okay. We were like, all right, cool. Because some people were being... Because it, it wasn't like a permanent facility. No, it? no, no. They'd taken over like a lay-by. Yeah. Almost. There was some marquee set up. Yeah. Uh, but they were searching people's cars. There were people mm. in front of us having getting all the stuff out of their car. Yeah. So, of course, you see that and you assume, okay, we're here. Yeah. They're going to go through everything. But no, he seems... But he didn't. No. I think it helps because we have every, obviously the registration documents and stuff we have in the back. Yeah. But passports we have to hand. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know. Things yeah. like that. Um, just be polite to everybody. They tend to be polite. Just smile, smile. Smile and be friendly. Yes. That's um, fine. So yes, we went to Middlefart, which was just a stopover on the way to Copenhagen. Yeah. Again, unfortunately, I'd love to go back to well, Scandinavia, really. Because um, we did kind of have to do it on the fly mm. for various reasons. It's been a bit longer in Sweden than we wanted to. But that's for next episode. <laughs> next episode's a juicy one. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah, because we literally we stopped off at Middlefart and then we crossed the Pond Bridge and went to Copenhagen. Yeah. Spent two days there and then we left the country. Yeah. Unfortunately. So if, you know, we are more than open to. Suggestions. suggestions for next time we go there yeah uh, we'd love to go back there at some 100%. point denmark did have pretty amazing scenery i remember driving over a few of the bridges before we turned off the motorway uh towards middle far yeah um we went over some valleys yes if you remember Oh yes, I do. Um, yes, unfortunately the weather was starting to turn a bit. It was a little yeah. bit, but you had the houses down in the valleys, and you're on this bridge going across the yeah, top, and that's right. it was rather nice. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm sure the scenery and everything's pretty amazing. Yeah. And the country itself, and the people are quite friendly. So yeah. why not go back? Um, yeah. And so we stopped at Middlefart, which is just a. That's what I keep saying, Middlefart. Um, <laughs> But we stopped, it was... But I, I remember the actual spot. It was just a large car park. And I think there was some sort of roadside cafe on the one side of it. Yeah. Um, and it was in amongst some sort of... There were petrol stations dotted about. I think it... The area was just a little... Industrial estate-esque. Yeah, but not... Kind of thing. It wasn't a town, because the town was a little bit further in. Yeah. This was just the edges of it. Yeah, we weren't far off the main road, were we? No, exactly. No. So you had, like you said, petrol stations and things like that, but there wasn't much else around. But there was a proper toilet and shower block. Block, yeah. On the, yeah. On the car park, though, obviously, just to accommodate people passing through, I suppose. Yeah, and truckers. There and truckers, of course, quite truckers, a few trucks yeah. there. Yeah. As well. So. Which is very nice. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think we got LPG. We did, yes. Uh, and fuel LPG. Like most Western European countries, especially well, most European countries is available in most. Yeah. It's not difficult to find. Not at all. Thankfully, um, made you think if we lived in mainland Europe, it might be worth getting an actual LPG car. Yeah. Because it's so readily available everywhere. I know it's becoming more. I know it's becoming more readily available in the UK, but it's still not as much as. No, it doesn't have the, the rest same. Of Europe. Uh, push behind it as it does yeah. in Europe. I don't think. Well, I think as Europe LPG cars were people in campers and motorhomes because yeah. you can just drive all around Europe and then you've got to book a ferry or get the train to get to the UK yeah uh, anyway enough of that uh, then we just jumped back on the motorway and uh, then we did go over the bridge yes the store belt bridge yeah um, I think that's the one it starts off underground and you kind of come up through like a little man-made island you emerge oh, okay you're already in the water surrounded yeah. by the water sort of thing they'll put it just a great huge great big suspension bridge yeah. Well, they're both great big suspension bridges, but this was. I'm trying to picture it. I don't think it on. had a. It had a. No, I think the, um, the store belt one is is actually two bridges. There's like another man-made island sort of in the middle, where there there was like a little hut or something like that, and there's some wildlife growing. 
I seem to remember that. Unfortunately, we lost all the footage of it. Yes. Um, Little tidbits of the next episode again. Yeah, it was again, next episode. You're, like, you're, you're doing that thing that American shows do, you know, like just before. Oh, when we return. <laughs> <laughs> they give like lots and lots of um, almost spoilers, yeah. but not quite. <laughs> Little tidbits of tantalizing information. Yes. Um, yeah, and then, well, mainly just motorways, main roads. Mm -hmm. And then we got to Copenhagen. Uh, Copenhagen does have. Uh, low emission zones. Um, again, like most countries, you can buy stickers to circumvent this. Yes. Um, but we did not do that. So we found a spot, and I am not going to be able to pronounce this right. It's the area according to the address for it. Uh, we were in the middle of a, like a, a park, public park, weren't we? Yeah. Um, Artillery Vege. Artillery Vege. Okay. Something to do with artillery, I imagine. I think the J is silent. It's like V. Artillery V. Yeah, artillery V. Okay, I think. not sure. But it's like the south of the city, anyway. Yes. And it was in a. Near the park. university. Did you say that? No. Was it? Yes. I think the, the train station was Universitet. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, yes. there's a ring a bell, yeah. Um, it's about a 15 minute walk through the park to the that metro station. Mm -hmm. Um. Unfortunately, the, the the spot you are there are signs there saying you are welcome to park here, but you may not sleep here. No, like, which is fine. Which is fine. Uh, it okay. is a park. It's not. Yeah, not a not a campsite. Yeah. Uh, so we had a nice walk through there. We took Dargo with us. Mhm. Mm um, she got a little bit of a walk in the park. She did. That was nice. And um, we got the train. The train's very easy to understand again because it's a it's a capital city in Europe, so a lot of the signs are in English as well. Yeah. Uh, most people speak English mm -hmm. throughout Scandinavia, um, so that was easy enough and cheap enough. Again, I think that was similar. You got timed tickets, I believe. Yes. So you get yes, like you twenty-four do. hours to use the metro. No, these were like you've got ninety minutes. Oh, that's yes. To use Sorry, that ticket, right. yeah. Um, from so you, when you stamp it. Yeah, so you can go as far as you want. Yeah. Just in the allotted time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went. We got into the the centre, and I can't remember for the life of me what the train station was called in the centre. I was began with a K. I was looking at it today, and I feel very bad. But it brings you out in the big square, and I've lost this on my list. Um, n no, damn it. There's a big central square. Are you looking that up? Yes. Thank you. Okay. I'm on it. Big central square. Um. We knew at this point already we were going to spend two days doing Copenhagen because I think you downloaded a self-guided walking tour onto yes. your phone. Yeah. But we'd also read online that Denmark requires you to have parking discs, which we've seen in a few countries is just a sticker sort of thing you put in your car windscreen and it's got a clock on it and you set the time to what time you got there. The idea yeah. is that if you're only allowed two hours at that space, and you go, you know, you set, you got there at three, and then the parking attendant can see how long you've been there. Yeah. Um, and we were told you can get these from any banks or tourists' information points. Yeah. So we searched for Google for the nearest open tourist information center. Quite a long walk from where we were. Probably could have got another train to get there quicker. Yes. Turned out it was closed. Mm -hmm. uh, then we went and found the nearest bank. No idea what we were talking about. <laughs> was that a parking disc with the clock? She's just... No. No. Don't know. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're a bank. Like, we're like, okay, we'll just try not to park Carry in time on. places then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the evening was drawing in. Obviously it was October, so it's you know slightly earlier mm. nights. Uh, but we did go around the the king's no no it wasn't the king's I don't know uh, Rosenborg, Ro yeah Rosenborg Castle and mm -hmm. the gardens. Yeah. Uh, oh, King's New Square. That's the. That was the that was square. Yes. That sounds good. Did you get the name of the train station? Uh, yes, it's. I'm gonna butcher this pronunciation. Of course. <laughs> uh, it's actually in English. It is King's New Square, but it's Kongens Nightorf on. The metro. Map. I see. Okay. Um, and that's I just a big. We'll apologise now for that pronunciation. 
And that's just a big square. There was a big um, memorial statue in the center. Yes. And loads of hotels and banks and things. And opera houses. Opera and opera houses, stuff, yes. Yeah, stuff around. Quite an impressive. It is. Yeah, huge open space with massive, yeah. very big buildings. Um, well, it's scaffolding, if I do remember correctly. Yes, well, it's uh, Europe in the winter, <laughs> so obviously it's scaffolding. Um, yeah, no, we had a walk around. We uh, They did start kicking people out of the castle gardens. Yeah. Because it was that just that time of day. Yeah. Um, but there are gardens adjacent to public gardens. Yeah. Which we had a bit of a walk around and let the cat out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we were already, it had been a long day driving and getting everything, you know, walking all the way across the city to find a parking disc we couldn't get. Yeah. So then we started heading back. But on the way, we walked past, again, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Nieboda? Nieboda? Potentially. Not sure. Um, those yellow, a series of yellow buildings. Yeah, I think they were military barracks at right. one point, if I remember yes. correctly. Yeah, because they're quite long yeah. buildings. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're quite cool to look at because they're very well bright and uniform. Yes. Um, yeah, just just yellow. Yeah, flat-faced because there's no. Uh, it's all cladded. Is that the right word? I'm not sure what the material is, but yeah, I know. Mm, I could think how to describe that. Yeah. Just old and building. <laughs> exactly. It's, there's no stonework showing. There's no brick. No. No. Uh, brickwork showing or anything. It's just flat. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. And then just down the road from that is when the architecture got a little bit more interesting. So do you remember the yellow road? We walked down the yellow houses. Yes. Crossed over. Mm. And that's when you had the really quite tall apartment blocks. But they were like light blue and white. And it was quite interesting. I don't remember that, no. No? Excuse me. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. You scared the cat. Of course I did. Well, she's <laughs> in like my what? she's in my seat. So who? What? What? Trying to scare her off. <laughs> who? Um, what? What? Um, yes. But yeah, we started heading back. We thought, right, we'll, we'll come back tomorrow and we'll do this walking tour. Yeah. Properly, sort of thing. Um, and we walked past uh, Frederick's church. Yeah. Uh, we I love that church. We, yeah, we didn't go in. No, we had the we cat. We had the cat, of course. Um, so we went back, um, with the, yeah, with the intention of coming back the next day. Yeah. We, we went north out of the city mm -hmm. this time and parked up out somewhere near the coast. Yeah. Uh, in just like a, a public car park thing. Um, and we came back in the next day. On the way in, uh, we stopped off at Lars Ulrich's childhood home. Oh, yes. Yeah. Of course we did. The, because the drummer from Metallica is from Copenhagen mm -hmm. and just by chance I thought you know <laughs> uh, is it anywhere near the center turns out we were pretty much going past it it's now like a dentist or doctors or something it's, something it's like some that, yeah. sort of medicinal based business uh, yeah. and it felt weird just because <laughs> I could see the receptionist sort of looking at me out the window <laughs> as I took a picture they must be used to it yeah they must know um, <laughs> it's just one of those things but that was that was something um, and then we headed back. We parked in the exact same place. Yeah. Because it was free. And it's out of the way. It was quiet. We felt yeah. safe enough there. Uh, went to the same station. Went back in. Uh, but we didn't We didn't get off at the same station. We got off at the one outside Frederick's Church. Yeah. And we went inside. Now, you can pay extra. Or you can pay, rather, at certain times of day to go up to the, the top. The dome, yeah. The top of the dome. But we didn't do that. It was quite expensive, from what I remember. Um, Denmark was just quite expensive. Denmark is quite an expensive country. Uh, there was the, the National Museum, which wasn't far from Frederick's Church, I don't think. But it was... I don't think it was open at the time. No, I don't I think, think it was so. closed for renovations. Yeah. Again, a lot of scaffolding, because it's Europe in the off-season. Yep. Um, but no, the church was magnificent. It was. Um, <laughs> It was so quiet when we went in until a load of kids came in and started, well, and adults, and just started talking loudly. Yeah. It's like, it's a church. <laughs> Could you not? Um, that was the one, if I remember correctly, we went off to the right-hand side and just kind of sat for a while. Yes, just looking at everything. Yeah. Because um, I think there were people in the middle. Yeah. But that's, you only go in there if you're going to pray. Yeah. I think, so you can walk around all around the outside mm. um, and just sort of have a look in where there are pews yeah. to sit. 
Um, but no, you can only go in the middle if you're there to pray because it's an active church. Yes. Um, um, if you are visiting churches, which I recommend you do, if you're into old architecture and just awe-inspiring buildings. Yeah, you don't have to be religious to enjoy the architecture. No. The, the, um, Majesty. Yes, and the effort that's been put into mm. these religious yeah. buildings. Just shut up when you go in. Yeah, just be respectful. It's as simple the as that. Hushed tones at yeah. most. Um, cause Cause there there are a few churches that we've been into, cathedrals where we've been into, where there has been no background noise. Yeah. And that does feel like, ooh, I'm encroaching. Yeah, you suddenly become aware of how loud your shoes are. My shoes always squeak. <laughs> they all have, like, perfect tiled or marble floors. And there's me in the corner going, squeak, 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 squeak. It's like, oh, my God. Because well, some churches, or cathedrals, rather, just play a bit of, like, uh, some music. Yeah. In the background, just, you know, church music. Um and so you feel there, you feel a bit more comfortable just walking around, looking. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Very hushed whispers because people yeah. still go in there to pray, um, and it's a, yeah, it's a place of worship. So just be respectful. Yeah. Because um, some people aren't, and they kind of ruin it for people exactly. just trying to enjoy the place. Um, so you come out of Frederick's Church, and you head straight down the road, which was being dug up at the time because Europe in winter. And then you get to the the palace is plural, yeah, yes. several palaces. Was it yes. four, four or five? It just there's just a big square, yes, which is surrounded by palaces, and the, isn't one of them for the royal family? Yeah, and then the others are just for visitors. Or I think something. it's parts of the family as well. They've got their own buildings uh, to yeah. have, um, but no, they had the little guards outside. Yes, the adorable guards. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's funny going to other countries and seeing the palace guards in other countries because they're not as strict as the British ones. No. They can check their phones and they can have a chat. <laughs> um, not all of them do, to be fair. Then the ones in Monaco were a bit more strict, I think. Yeah. So I remember quite sure, but the ones here were kind of checking their phones every so often, and sort of looking around and. Yeah, they're a bit more know. relaxed. Which there's nothing wrong with being relaxed. No, no, no. Like, it's just me being silly, really. Yeah. Like you know, they stand still enough you can take photos. Exactly. Um, and they carry guns, so you don't want to mess about you with them. You don't want to mess about, you simple know. as. Um, um, but I will say, if you do go there, it's one of the things that I remember is that the little guard huts <laughs> have little love hearts on the back. Yes. Like little carved love hearts, and I'm not sure why, but it's adorable. Because they love their country. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. But they're just, in my head, that's the hut that I would imagine the Queen of Hearts um, yeah. guards to have. Yeah. I don't know why, that just is. Uh, but it's really cute. Yeah. Cute and deadly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then from there we walked, we found ourselves at one of the... Because uh, there's a lot of canals, inlets, ports, I suppose, in Copenhagen. Yes. Boats can get to quite a few places. So we found ourselves at the first of many of these such areas. Yes. And we walked along there towards the, I didn't realise it was famous at the time, the mermaid statue. Mm-hmm. And the um, Queen's... It's gone from my head. The cool. The two, two little huts. They had little uh, exhibitions in them. Oh, yeah, what and was that? And it's like bro? the Queen's entrance or something like that. I remember the huts. I can't remember what they were. Uh, that's literally what it was. Big... It's where the Queen... Uh, basically where royalty went visiting... Yeah. Royalty in the palaces. Yeah. That's where they disembark from the ships. Oh, okay. I didn't get. No, because I remember going in there, but the. Like you say, there was a little exhibition. Mm. Not exhibition. Oh, can't think of the word now. Uh, information in there, but it was all in Danish. Yes. So I couldn't read any of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, we got to the mermaid statue, which was there. Um, a lot of people were taking photos of it. I didn't realise how world famous it was. Yeah. Um, it was fine. It's just a little bronze it's, it's, statue. It's kind of cool. It, as you say, there were a lot of people there. Mm. There were people standing around and going down to it, but yeah. there were also people on boats yeah. in the water behind yeah. it. So it makes it difficult. It kind well, of takes away from it. But then, because isn't isn't that because the author of the Little Mermaid yes. from Copenhagen? That, yes. Is that what it's for? Yeah, I think so. 
Um, because near that, I think actually I think it was before that, we found uh, St Albans Church. Yes. Which is an English Protestant church? Which is an English style church? It's an English... But it certainly must be Protestant then, I suppose, if it's... It's the... Oh, no, I think it's Anglican. Okay. It's the only Anglican church in Denmark. Right. And it was set up so that um, people could have services in English. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, because you went in and they... I mean, again, it's a tourist city, so they all speak English anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it was very much like... um, Well, it was... The layout was almost exactly the same as the church where... Yeah, yes, that's the whole... From where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, we're in a little English Hmm. church. Um... But it's not it's not a big one, so you, there's not really much to see. We sort no. of went. Well, they give you free information things, which ha- as, as you go in, they ask what language you'd like the information sheet in, and it just tells you the history of the place, mm. which I'd love to remember. But again, any photos or that we got of. I think it's from the gone. 18th century. Okay. I believe, if I remember correctly. Uh, but the more impressive impressive thing was the fountain outside. The fountain was brilliant. Which was again going to pronounce this one the Geffian fountain, mm-hmm. which. I really should have looked at what it was about. I remember it's based off a of Greek mythology. Yes. Uh, about someone who turned her sons into... Bulls? Bulls, who were then pulling her plough. Yes. So there's uh, just this huge... I thought it was more impressive than the, the big fountain in Rome, whatever that one's called. Because you can get all around it and it wasn't as crowded. But like the bulls... They're pulling the cart, and there's water being sprayed up out the back of the wheels, as if they're you know, like a wheel does when you move through it. Yeah. There were we spotted their little uh, mists of water coming out of the the bull's faces. Yes. As if they're snorting. Yeah, that was. And it was cool, just this. I wish we could have been there at night, but again, we were trying not to drive at night too much. Yeah. Because um, it was. Uh, Norse goddess. It was Norse. Okay, Norse sorry. Gephion. That makes a lot more sense. Yes. Um. Yeah, and it just, I really would have liked to have seen that at night. That would have been something. Yeah. Um, okay, I got loads of good bits of footage of that, but it's all yeah. gone, unfortunately. Um, it depicts the mythical story of the creation of the island of Zealand. Okay. Um, on which Copenhagen is located. All right. Okay. And it's from a poem. Yeah. Basically, in the thir- uh, ninth century poem. Right. Uh, bu- 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 Does it involve Loki? I have a feeling it involves Loki. I'm not seeing Loki in here. Okay. Isn't it just so, she turned her sons into oxen or something? Yeah, so a Swedish king promised the lady the territory that she could plough in a night. Hmm. Uh, so she turned her four sons into oxen, and the territory they ploughed out of the earth was then known as uh, into the throne. Sorry, into the Danish sea. Um, the whole became a lake called Logren and Leginum. Okay. Uh, so that's that's yeah. That's it. Four. So that's it. Turn her sons into oxen, plough yeah, the land, and plough the land, and then that's go. the land that she got to keep. Yeah. And then they built a fountain. Yes. Hooray. Uh, but a magnificent fountain. Um, that's like a lot of thought and effort and craftsmanship really went into it. And it would have been nice to see it at night, but unfortunately it was not to be. Um, and then around the back of that was the, the fortress. Yeah? Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Which we were walking. You can walk all the way around the outside of it. And there are ramparts on the inside. Yeah. Um, but there's a moat. So you can only get in by two places. Mm. So we thought, oh, we'll walk around the back and then come through. Come through, yeah. Um, but because it's Europe in the off-season, <laughs> uh, they were working on the the rear engine, so we couldn't get in the back. So we ended up walking around the whole thing, yeah. which took a good long while, and then we got in. And it's an active military training ground, isn't it? Yeah, or barracks. it still is, yeah. So you walk across this moat and through the gateway, and then there's people in camouflage clothing walking around walking and around. They're, they're actively patrolling as well um and there's a big windmill big old yes old windmill on the top and we walked yeah. up there and again there's there's guards patrolling well like they're not ambling around they are patrolling no. around 
um, and sort of smile and wave at them <laughs> and they just sort of glance back at you and say, okay, he has a gun. Uh, and then we went, it was after that, because the weather was slightly starting to turn now. Yeah. Um, so we headed back to the the King's, uh, King's New Square in the middle. But we went via... Again, I'm gonna spell this, uh, pronounce this completely wrong. Niehaven, 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 yeah. Which again, I didn't realise was a word. I'm so uncultured. Well, I was. <laughs> I'm so ignorant of everything. So that's like the really famous stretch. It's at like the the waterfront. Yes, with, with all the different the... coloured buildings and the ships. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. every other ship is a restaurant. Yeah, um, that's basically when you think of Copenhagen. Yeah. Copenhagen. Um, You've got to get serious about this. Yes. Um, that's the picture that comes to people's minds. I see. Okay. It's, yeah, it's the different coloured, old school, I'm going to say medieval, maybe, uh, buildings at the waterfront yeah. um, with the old school ships with the sails. That's, yeah. That's just the image that comes to people's minds, which is cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, we didn't, again, we're doing it, the trip on a budget, and Denmark is... Heinously expensive. More expensive than we would have liked. Um, <laughs> so we made do with our go-ahead cereal bars and bottles of water. We made sandwiches. Oh, we did day. make sandwiches that day. We sat actually, by yeah. the river and had sandwiches. We did. Uh, so we walked down that, and because it was a little bit darker from the encroaching rain clouds, mm. some of the lights were starting to come on. Yeah. Which is quite nice. Um, and we were we were heading over towards uh, Tivoli Gardens. Yeah. Uh, still following this walking tour. Thing. And there were a few other places to go, and we did still see a, a couple of the other points of interest, yeah. um, just on um, that were up, sort of on the way. But there yeah. were just a couple of them were just little churches, or, yeah, and museums, I think. As yeah, well. which were still quite impressive to look at. Yeah, but with the the rain getting heavier, yeah, it's kind of like oh, I don't know if we can be, you know, it was um, starting properly. Then. Yeah, that's the um, issue. So then we just sort of made a beeline for Tivoli Gardens, mm-hmm. which... I'm going to stop you there for a moment. Okay. We did stop off at the City Hall first, though. Okay. Which was a big square, just down from Tivoli Gardens. Well, that, wasn't that after we walked past Tivoli Gardens? Looking for the front? Ka- kind of. You walk, just kind of walk all alongside it, don't you? Yeah. 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 But that's after you get there. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we got to Tivoli Gardens. Well, I've just said it, and then we walked all along. Turned the entrances on the opposite side. Yes. I know we didn't know that at this point, did we? Exactly. And then we walked all the way up, got to the the big square, the town hall, and then we, because we were at King's New Square, and you think, oh, this is the city centre. Yeah. And then you get to the city hall, and you're like, well, this looks like the city centre. <laughs> There's like two city centres. Um, it's a big city. It is a big city. Um, and then we looked on Google Maps because. Tivoli Gardens, well, you were the one who told me what it's, why it's famous. Yeah, it's the oldest um, still active amusement slash theme park mm. um, in Europe, I think, maybe in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they do awesome displays for everything. And it was an inspiration for someone, wasn't it? For Disney. Ah! Okay, no, I'd completely forgotten. You'd forgotten that? Yeah. No, good job I didn't wait too long for you. <laughs> no, you told me it was because we went there, we, we ended up, we walked along the length of the place, just sort of peering through the gate, yeah. um, and ended up at the city hall. And then we looked on Google Maps to try and find the, the entrance, hmm. because they do these magnificent uh, displays, decorations yeah. and things. And we misread the map and thought it was at the other end, so we walked all the way back down. <laughs> Realised it wasn't there, it was at the top end where we just were. Yeah. So we walked all the way back up. And yeah, they had all the Halloween decorations up out the front. Yeah, all the pumpkins um, and everything. Well, yeah, well, apparently all that, all the decorations and whatever magic mysteryness goes on inside inspired Walt Disney to create his own theme park. Yeah. Um, I had forgotten about that. Oh, there you go. Um, so we got to see that, which is really, we didn't go in, obviously, because it was getting late it was mm-hmm. pouring around and it's a theme park it's expensive and then we we were going to go back because of the rain mm. but there was that one twisted spire church spire you could see from everywhere in the city wasn't there yeah we 
but we couldn't figure out how to get there. No. But then we looked and we figured out what metro station was nearest. Yep. So we got another one of these timed tickets and thought, well, we can jump out and go and have a quick look at it. Yeah. Um, we did that. And again, it, unfortunately, it just got to the point where we were so soaked through. Yeah. It's just getting miserable to walk anywhere. Yeah. Your feet are squishing Luckily, we didn't have Dargo with us that day. Yeah, she'd have, oh, she'd have hated that. Um, and obviously, we still had a 15-minute walk to the van. Yeah. After getting off the, the train. Side. So we got off the train, um, walked back through the park, and then I honestly can't remember where we stopped that night. No, neither can I. Um, we went and stopped somewhere, and then the following day we got back on the main road and off into Sweden. Yeah. And that's Denmark. That's uh, hmm. yeah. It's it's a real shame that it was, you know, that we had to rush through and then we just didn't have the weather for it. Yeah. Um, I'd love to go back to Copenhagen. Like specifically to Copenhagen for like a weekend, um, yeah. So we can, uh, you know, prepare to spend a bit of money, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but again, some so. of the, some of the things literally were not open. No. Because they're just again, no. it's the off season. That's when they're doing all their repairs. I think I'm just just thinking about it. I think Denmark, Germany to Denmark, was my first cross border drive. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think you are right. Yeah, by by chance, I'd done them. Yeah. Yeah. It just happened to fall on the days that you were driving. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think that was my first one. And then I drove out of Denmark as well. You did? Yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Um, again, over that bridge. The... And where was it? Osser? Yeah, that, that's the... Or, uh, yeah, yes. Yes. I can't even see on this list now. Yeah, the other one. Um, which, again, another very impressive bridge. Yeah. Seems heinously expensive now. Like I apologise if I'm getting that wrong, but this is I, I looked this up before we started recording this, and it's not even opening the right thing now. Um, yeah, I say we paid forty four pounds eighty three pence, mm. which would be about fifty euros. Yeah. And the guy was the guy on the other end because I think you do pay on the you're technically in Sweden. Yeah. Before you get off the bridge. I think I you're think into it, so. or just as you get off the bridge, and there you pay per size of the vehicle. And he sort mm. of looked, and he said, "I know you're not." He knocked us down a, a grade. Yeah. You know, he was, he was a friendly chap. Uh, but yeah, we pay the equivalent of fifty euros, and I say, from what I can find at the moment, any camper van or motorhome, the smaller one, is going to be paying 116 euros. That's crazy. If you pre-book it online. If you just roll up, it's 126. That's crazy. It's, yeah. Um, I hope that's not true. I hope somebody out there will correct us on that because that's heinous. Yeah. Again, that might just be because of what's going on. Maybe. I don't, yeah. But that—that's the information I could find um, for private vehicles of that description. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Um, yeah. Was there hmm. anything else about Denmark? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I say unfortunately it was a flying visit. Yeah. Um, mind if I wrap this up then? No, go no, right okay. ahead. Okay. So that is that is it for Denmark. Uh, we want to thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, as I say, we just passed 100 downloads, which is, I don't think we ever expected it to get. Not at all. Even <laughs> that much. Um, so thank you for listening, especially if you've made it this far. Um, please do leave a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to these on. It really helps us with algorithms, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, if you've been listening with a podcast service, um, every episode is also available, along with video diaries of our ongoing journey on our YouTube channel. Uh, we don't have a URL yet, because we don't have enough subscribers, but if you search for Catavan or Catavan UK, you should be able to find us easy enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, likewise, if you're already listening to this on YouTube, we are also on your podcast service of choice. Just search for Catavancast, yeah, and you will find us. Uh, podcasts are released every Wednesday, and the video diaries are released every Sunday on the YouTube yes. channel. Uh, so yeah, please do get in touch with us about any mistakes we've made, anything we've missed, or any questions about the topics we've already covered. Uh, You can leave a comment on YouTube or you can follow us and send us messages on Facebook or on Instagram where we are... Catavan UK. Yeah, Catavan UK. You can also email us directly at... What's the email? 
catavanuk at gmail.com. Yes. I one. do believe. And finally, I don't think we've talked about this, we have a Redbubble store. Yes, we do. Where we have a whole range of products available uh, featuring designs taken from photographs that Frey has taken hmm. out on this trip. Yes. So you just search for Catavan? Yes, just search for Catavan and it'll take you to our store yeah. where you can then follow it um, and it'll keep you apprised of any new products and stuff that I add. Yeah, and that's anything, That's everything from t-shirts to Mugs to, yeah, to posters to greetings cards and to phone cases and laptop skins and... Anything between bath mats and face masks, face masks it's and topical and appropriate duvet covers and anything and everything. Um, yeah, and if there's any photos or anything like that on Instagram or Facebook that you've seen that you would like to own, yes, in any product, let to me know. Wear. And yes, and I will happily add that um, and see what I can do. So, and we've got the prices pretty much as low as we can reasonably. Yeah, because. Redbubble sets their own rates for things. Exactly. We're taking a minimal cut from it. Exactly. Just because, you know, it doesn't cost us anything no. to produce them. So, um, yeah, go check it out, see what you like. Hmm. And that is it for this week. We'll be back next week where we'll be covering Sweden. It's going to be a juicy one. This is the big <laughs> one. We've been, mm. we've been hinting at this one for a long time. This is a real momentous point. Yes. In our trip. Yes. Um, so you definitely don't want to miss that one. Um, if if you have any questions about Sweden that you'd like us to answer on that episode, please do get in touch beforehand. We record these on a Sunday, usually. Yeah. Uh, so please try and drop us a message before. That doesn't leave you a lot of time, I know. If we if we get a question after the fact, we'll, we'll answer it on the next episode yeah. we record after that. Uh, yes, please do get in touch via any of the methods we mentioned just... And that's it. I've been Ben. I've been Frey. And Dargo's still asleep. In my spot. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.